it's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. to the Global Great Girls podcast. We have a very exciting week as two of our girls were at Silverstone for the GP yesterday. Um, one of them is with us tonight. Welcome, Camilla. Hi. Yay. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so excited to get insight reactions and comments because this was a crazy weekend. It was. Oh, yeah. A lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. Definitely. And I feel like there were so there was so much going on just within the race that it's going to be hard to talk about anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, because like just the race will like take us 30 minutes to unpack. If we could make four episodes just talking about the race. Yes. Oh yeah. God. Because like there were a few controversies, I think a few of them are really like burning in my soul I really want to talk about them so I'm so excited to finally be getting it all off my chest um because of course I had to wait until today to talk with you girls about it and you mm-hmm. girls are the ones that I want to talk about um basically everything <laughs> so um let's dive right into it maybe we should start talking about quality but really fast yes um yeah honestly um first honestly free practices were so boring I think it's the most boring free practices that I've ever seen at least for the first day for Friday yes that's so boring because six cars I mean all the cars went out but they only did six laps in an hour so it was very long but moving on on quali Nicholas Latifi what was that oh my god I saw him in first in q2 i was like oh wow okay you know there's a tiktok sound like oh okay all right that's that's great that's great and then like q3 is like all right okay we get it incredible job he's doing so great under the rain i was surprised if i don't remember wrong uh, it was the only reason he got p10 is because it was raining and nobody could like set a better time. And I was like, what? Latifi? That was the only thing I was saying the entire time. I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was so confused. And it's so funny because I was um, at a family barbecue and I um, had Q2 um, on like silent uh, next to me on the table. So I could like glance over um, and then... I was like, wait, is that TV there? Wow, that's weird. And then the little break was, and I was like, okay, um, I have to go get something from the car. <laughs> and I took my phone with me. I mean, I my husband knew that I was going to watch Q3 there. I went to the car and like put the phone on loud. And then we were in Q3. And at first I didn't even notice. And then my commentators were something like, oh yeah, and there's Latifi and Peter. And I'm like, what (laughs) are you kidding me but didn't he hit the wall in q3 
possibly. I or was was that free practice? I just remember I was like, oh, there he is, old Latifi. <laughs> because that was the wall like in the first corner so I saw it like live not on the screen and I was like oh yeah he's back (laughs) it probably was a TV there uh in the wall I just remember I mean I focused on of course on the fight for pole position Mm -hmm. which Carlos got his first pole position um I was really really excited for him and it was so funny because the commentators including Miku Hockenberg who is a commentator for the Austrian TV um was like oh yeah maybe Paul you know Max or Charles maybe even Lewis has something to mix up on there and then Carlos came with this lap and he was like oh oh my god (laughs) I did not expect that I don't think anybody expected (laughs) but it was a pleasant surprise like everyone I I did not see anyone shitting on on that quality um because everyone everyone was happy for Carlos finally having like a pole position and yeah and the funny thing is before I left I told my coworkers like, oh, how funny and cool would it be if like Carlos had his first pole or win or whatever when I'm there. So when he got like P1 on quality, I was like, holy sh! Well, all of you, you manifested it, yes, <laughs> and all of you saw how happy I was for Dennis when he won, <laughs> and yes. you maybe saw the TikTok. Like I was screaming like that. Oh. I was so embarrassing, but I was so happy. <laughs> That's so great. Gabby, you have the Ferrari cap today. What do you have yeah. to say about Carlos? I have my heart is half Ferrari, half Red Bull this weekend. A part of my Ferrari heart is broken, but the other one is really happy because of Carlos. And then Checo in the race. Oh my God. I was just like, when did you appear right up there? Like you were in the bottom. I wasn't even paying attention to Checo. I was just like focusing on Carlos and Charles and, and Max Max was neither in the fight. I was just like Carlos, Charles and Lewis. And then Checo appeared in the fight and I was like, what the hell are you doing here, mate? I thought you were like already down there. So it was, it was kind of fun watching it. Definitely. Um... I mean, I think let's start at the beginning of the race. Obviously, starting phase, Max had a better start from P2 and was ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, And whatever happened back there, um, George and um, Guan Yu Zhou had like a crash. Guan Yu Zhou obviously like flipping over, sliding across the track hit the ball hit the fence even after the barriers looked very very like dangerous as halo 100 um saved his life and then a separate kind of crash i didn't know i don't know how separate it was but it was like in the other direction kind of was alex Algon hitting the wall with full speed um then cars even hit him more so yeah what it, what it looked like from my point of view was uh, I didn't actually see when he flipped, but he was like upside down going like right across from me. And then I saw Alex go 
uh, I think he was hit by one of the Aston Martins. I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah, I think it was Vettel who hit him. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And he like went in the wall and then kind of bounced back. Mm. And like, I didn't see that he got hit like hard, but also the crowd was standing and I'm not too tall. And luckily I didn't see too much of it, but like I saw the uh, Guangzhou. I saw him upside down and I saw him go all the way uh, across the gravel, uh, but I didn't see him hit the wall. But I think when we timed it, he was stuck for about 20 minutes inside the car. And I just uh, like uh, everybody was screaming and shouting. And a man behind me was like, he said, he's definitely dead. And I like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's just wait because the marshals, they were like giving thumbs up and like, okay, it's okay, it's okay. George was there and like, he looked like calm, like as calm as you can be in that situation. And we were just like praying to God that he was okay. So when they took him out of the car, it was like, okay, okay now <laughs> everything is okay and they can get checked out but yeah it was oof. a few things to unpack here really because um one thing i want to talk about is alex Albon ended up being worse mm-hmm. than when you show but yep. when the doctor ran up to him he was like giving him signs, there's videos of it, giving him signs, no, 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 go to, go to show, um, go over there. And I mean, of course, mm-hmm. um, when he shows crash looked way worse, but in the end, um, Alex was the one we, we didn't have news on uh, for a longer time. Mm-hmm. And he was the one being airlifted to the hospital. So I think it was like, I remember like yesterday evening sitting here and we still, didn't have anything on him besides yeah I mean he's conscious and alive and blah 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 mm. but we didn't have anything and I remember my commentator say and saying oh he had the hand in a dangerous position there maybe the wrist um and stuff like that and I was like oh, that would definitely destroy his season mm-hmm. um if he was really injured um so very happy of course both are okay but that's just one of the stories i wanted to to tell here yeah that was the scariest i've ever seen in my life like i every at every race start i always focus on the first drivers because i want to see who will take the lead but this time you know there was the first camera so the start and then there's the first corner from another point of view and suddenly out of nowhere i saw a car sliding yes. fast and i thought i was with my dad and i said what the f- happened there and and then we like my commentators were panicking as we all were and so then three seconds later red flag and then i saw the mess that it had been but we only had replays at like <clears throat> what twi- i don't know how long after the crash it was and a while was- it took that was a while. horrible and you saw all the videos of at first I only thought it was you know one or two cars that mm-hmm. were out or that were I mean damaged but then I saw like Esteban Ocon, Sebastian Vettel, George Russell, Alex Albon, Guan Yu I saw all of these drivers having the cars being damaged and I thought what the f- 
happened and then you saw the replays i mean only later on and you at some point in, in the group chat for another crash i think it was for mixed crash a few races ago you said that when i didn't know that before but when you don't show the replays it means that it's bad and i felt like this one was worse than mixed and i was like oh my god i was thinking horrible things but oh my god i'm so happy that they're okay and when george ran ran out of the car and it's like the marshal was next to him like i don't care he just ran there and yeah tried to check that was wholesome that was a really nice move i mean it it was something like seeing um when when we first like the first pictures of george getting out of his car and running we didn't even know um who was sliding across track Mm -hmm. and anything so um one of my commentators said oh that maybe there was one of the alpha Tauris, i think ghastly and he said it was ghastly and i was i was i was near tears but because, of course because he, he lost his front wing right yeah i think yeah, actually, i think so too but and then he quickly said no it's not him but george got out of the car and sprinted mm-hmm. um towards the barriers and i was like oh fucking hell yeah First, and then like when george was trying to get up his car you could see the nervousness in his hands like he was literally shaking yeah. and i was like oh my god that means it's really bad because he, he saw everything so he saw like he, he saw was involved in yeah, yeah, yeah he was involved he told he was like i had a front view like he saw everything yeah. that's why he just- like basically i think if you weren't in the first first what four six cars you didn't see anything and you were out without any damage but be like behind it was horrible it was a mess it was chaos because at first you know there's Guan Yu Zhou and Pierre Gasly and George Russell so there's that crash but then you think okay well I I thought what I would have been thinking if I was in the cars behind I was like okay well if you're in the back you avoid that and it's like dangerous but it's okay because you can get out but then Alex crashes too and you're like when you think that you're out of it actually no and so it was a show honestly and it was uh horrible for the nerves because everything was happening at the same moment and you mm-hmm. didn't have one second to get better and to try to calm down it was horrible yeah. and i, I also, mean i also talked to uh, becky uh, from the other uh, chat and she was like, she was uh, only having general admission tickets. So she didn't have a screen. And she said, like, no, they didn't know what happened. They just like saw it was a red flag. So it took really long before they understood that there had been a crash and who was hurt and everything. So she said, I'm so glad I was not you. So yeah, it was, oh, it was a rough one. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm really happy. Obviously, all of us are really happy that everyone is okay and mm-hmm. cleared for Austria. Um, but after we knew that, like, everyone was conscious and alive and so on, I was so sad for George because, um, I mean, of course, we just have to believe him if he says that, but George said um, that he could have 100% made it back to the pits if he yep. just kept driving um but the fact that he um stopped the car got out of the car and 
um, there was kind of a reason um, for him that he couldn't participate in the restart. Um, of course, he couldn't get the car to start again, but he said he was checking with his team and he would have found a way to actually drive back. Again, of course, that's something you have to believe him if he says that, but I, I mean, I'm just going to take his word for it. So, of course, it's kind of like the first year at Mercedes. You finally have a like half-decent car. Mm-hmm. And um, then you can participate in your home Grand Prix because you got out of the car to make sure your... Um, your, your friend. I mean, not... Yeah, okay. your friend, your, your colleague is uh, not dead. And the thing that I saw to it was a tweet from Callum, Callum Eilert, um, where I he, love that tweet. Yeah, where he said, I remember um, the first time I flipped my go-kart around that I was in there and George Russell compromised his race kind of um, and stopped immediately, ran to me and flipped my go-kart back. Um, so uh, that was something like I, I thought I'd have to share because... There were a few comments I've seen online about, oh, yeah, he just went out there and he's just using that as an excuse. He tried to get back to participate in the race. So he just basically like tried to use that as, as an excuse. And I think that kind of shows that it's not the case because he would have always checked mm-hmm. on a colleague, on a, on a mm-hmm. friend. So, yeah. <clears throat> Moving on. After about an hour of red flag, we got to race again in the original order, but of course, without the ones that were um, crashed out. So it was a little bit changed further in the back, but the first few were the same as the initial start. Um, This time, Carlos made the start, won the start, and kept Max behind him. Really good job. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we had we had a few amazing battles then, kind of. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my. But God. to to be honest, our screen after the crash, the screen in front of us was completely black. So the <gasps> first laps, we didn't see. Oh no. So, so the marshals were because we were screaming like, "Fix our screen! <laughs> Fix our screen!" So the marshal was running like, oh, fixing the screen. And I think, <laughs> and I think uh, in lap three, when they restarted, they had like for two seconds, it was on and we were like, yay. And then it was black again. <laughs> and even more marshals came. And when they finally got it on, we were like, okay, what has happened? Where we had to take our phones up to like see where people were. But oh, when I saw Carlos, didn't get the uh oh my god what is the word help me (laughs) when max didn't overtake like uh, yeah and uh, he kept his uh, p1 i was ah i'm tired that's why i'm all over you have a good reason to be tired but yeah the battle for the first first of all the battle for top three was incredible and the Mm -hmm. battle for p1 was one of the most interesting battle I've ever seen because last year we only had Lewis and Max, so two drivers, and that was impressive. But this year we have, what, we have... A variety of potential P1. 
or potential <laughs> like we have so many and I just I just love to see also Lewis Hamilton coming back and for his home GP and he was doing amazing and you know all all during the race I saw Lewis Hamilton first then I saw Charles and I saw Carlos and then I was like always changing and until the very end you didn't know what was what would like what the outtakes would be and I thought it was just amazing it definitely was well we of course had kind of an opening in the top three because um Max um hit something in lap 12 he kind of drove over something and that first off gave him a puncture so he had to make a pit stop and whereas some was somewhere in the back and then his floor broke he had no rear grip he basically had nothing so he couldn't even overtake his way back um but yeah everything else the battles in the like top five even I think because Mm -hmm. I remember uh, it was really kind of towards the end when Lewis and Charles were battling and I remember Fernando Alonso being right there behind them and Nico Hulkenberg said oh my god Alonso he's so cool he obviously sees they're battling and once they're out he's there (laughs) (laughs) because I think there was this moment in which uh, it was Chaco, uh, Luis, Charles, Fernando and Lando were like they were so close and I was like oh my god please Mm -hmm. don't crash to each other please don't crash just finish the race definitely that's what I kept saying during the whole race because first of all between Charles and Carlos because Charles was complaining that Carlos wasn't fast enough but then Carlos was getting mad because he wasn't being instructed to get faster and to really go full out but he said okay I'm going full out and then it was like always I don't know on each other's neck is like horrible and it was stressful and then Carlos got instructed to pit and I just think that it was a nice way to say it was just not to say okay let just just let Charles take the pole take the, I mean not the pole but take the p1 but they just didn't want to tell him that so just okay just pit and just let him go that was interesting yeah I mean to be fair I mean I have to preference this by saying absolutely very very deserved for Carlos his first win he he really 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 deserves it mm-hmm. but honestly Ferrari's of Charles World Championship battle and I mean it, it was painful to watch because I didn't know I don't know if everyone if every um if doesn't matter um Charles kept saying come on guys Lewis is catching up behind me do something tell him to go quicker so they told him they need a I think I think 132.5 was his target and he didn't hit that and then he was like no no give me another lap give me another lap and Charles behind him was like no guys please do something and it was honestly was painful to watch again Carlos very 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 much deserved win but seeing it over the whole season like seeing it as a world championship and not only as one win 
Ferrari made very, very weird choices <laughs> um, because realistically, Charles is their better hope for the world championship. Um, but they, they just keep fucking it up. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it's not even funny anymore. I mean, it can happen once or something if you just like make the wrong call strategy-wise and it's okay. But if you keep doing that, like I was very excited for Charles versus Max and I feel like Ferrari kind of took itself out of that battle. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I feel like it's not the first time, strategically speaking, that Ferrari messes up. Because mm-hmm. I feel like for other races, they also did like make poor strategic choices that could cause them the, the championship. I'm just like, okay, you guys have great cars. Sometimes you have, I mean, problems with the car. Okay, but when you can, when you could actually finish the race entirely for both of your drivers, you make strategic choices and they just don't seem correct. And you as a, I just watched, you know, I know nothing about the sport, like what it's like to drive a car, to instruct the drivers. But when you watch and you're like, you could have done this. It's so simple. It seems so simple. It's like, why didn't you, why didn't you just do that? It could have been way better. And as you say, Janice, it's just the championship. You need to look forward, not just one thing. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that they are not like making Charles their one and only driver um, so that Carlos gets a chance every time to prove himself to maybe like they try to be as equal as possible and I totally get that but you're not winning a world championship by compromising one world championship for the other one's win. That just kind of seems, again, very well deserved to Carlos. That's nothing against Carlos or his abilities or it's just We're proud of you, Carlos. (laughs) We're really proud. It's just strictly strategically world championship wise, it was kind of the wrong call. I think in this race, if they had let uh, Charles Pitted when the safety car arrived, he could have fought it for a podium at least, like at yes. least being in second and third place. Um, but they just they just didn't pit him. Exactly. And... Like even if you what want... the f- was that? Yeah. Honestly. Even if you want Carlos to win, which is completely valid, he totally deserves it. And he's he was fighting for it. It's not like they just mm-hmm. gifted it to him, you know what I mean? Um, but not pitting Charles cost him a podium uh they could have had a one too you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was seven points because i think i saw that um, charles was seven 18 points behind max in the championship so even if charles would have been second max ended up ninth i think so eight. that wouldn't have changed yeah. that no seventh seventh because mick ended up eight points for mick and he was and he was fighting with um, Max, Max for the position. So Max was seventh. Yeah. So Charles would still have been, would have got gotten more points than yes. Max. So he could have been first again. That was just. I, I don't, don't think he would have been first, but it no. would have been like at least. Closer. 
close to one or two points kind of in that direction you know what I mean like way closer Mm -hmm. than he was but yeah again um Ferrari keeping up their their own championship Uh, where did you say Charles was at P P4 P4 yes P4 yeah was p4 and max was p7 so if you want to like take those two as championship competitors but honestly right now it seems to be like a red bull thing because we still have a red bull one two in the world drivers championship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yay Checo! i'm happy for Checo, yes but to be honest i would like to see charles winning his championship i just hope my dad doesn't listen to this episode <laughs> he will kill me He's, he's a big fan of Checo. He's, he, in the race, he was like, oh, come on, Checo. And I was like, no, stop it. Let's go, Charles. <laughs> so it's a bit of a rivalry here in, in the house. Can I, I also mean, point out something? Of course. In the, the driver standings, all season, Latifi has been 21 because of uh, Nico Hülkenberg. Yeah. And I saw that after this weekend, he's 20. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. He, to he came to Q3, so now they took him up. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, everyone knows that I'm a, a Max fan. I want to Max win the championship and everything, but I would totally be excited for um, Charles too if he got it. And of course, also for Checo. Like this year, the championship contenders. I feel like I would be okay with everyone. I would be kind of disappointed if it wasn't Max, but I would be okay with everyone. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the world championships, I have to talk about it. I'll make it quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, over this last few races, over this season, I really kind of um, built up sympathy again for Lewis Hamilton and was kind of go Lewis if he was on on like going on to third place or something or if he did good and that's something that I didn't have for a long time but it kind of like my anger from last year cooled off and then we had this um, race and after the race Lewis said um, it was so nice driving against someone sensible like Charles um because only look at Corp's corner. Um, we got um, into that battle and we both came out fine. And I honestly, <laughs> it makes me so mad and every bit of sympathy I had for that man is gone again. It, it's just not okay. If you don't want, <clears throat> if you don't want people <laughs> keep talking about the same, <laughs> then just stop talking about it. You like, <clears throat> then I can just say if you are a huge Lewis fan or not, no, if you're not a huge Lewis fan, I don't think the Silverstone GP is for you. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, like, uh, every time he drove by, they were screaming, like, screaming. And everywhere I looked, it was Mercedes or McLaren caps. And I was, I was sitting there with my new Ferrari. <laughs> but like the biggest coincidence was the guy besides me 
was also a Ferrari fan. So yay, Ferrari buddies. (laughs) Yeah. Every time Ferrari friends. (laughs) uh, uh, Every time uh, Lewis passed and everybody was cheering and standing and clapping, me and him were just like, yeah. Cool. I mean, I also saw videos. Of course, Max got heavily booed, which I also want to say, come on, I won't do it in Austria. And nobody does it that hard. Um, Only you do it for Max. And I also think that's not okay. But moving on, um, I also saw that everyone like screamed and cheered every time Max got overtaken by someone. Yep. Which I also found like, dude dude come on but yeah i mean everyone has their favorites that's totally fine obviously silverstone is home grounds for lewis and he Mm -hmm. absolutely deserves that i want to be respectful here um and that's all all i can say is lewis was living his best life at silverstone (laughs) my gag reflex is really (laughs) i'm holding it back i'm holding it back but me too like after i've seen that comment i was like you were the one kind of kind of sending him in well with 51g um so stop talking um yeah yeah he needs to get over it yeah because it's so i hate it so much because every time someone speaks about it like it was his fault and he's like oh my god it's so long ago nobody wants to talk about it um it's it's like in the past season and we we cleared it up blah 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 and as soon as he has the chance he like digs at it and i'm like yeah well whatever moving on to something more pleasant Mick Schumacher got his first points in Formula One with eighth place oh my god that was amazing did you see so many opportunities I swear like for other races he was this close to get into the points and this time he got in and the reaction Uh of Sebastian Vettel was absolutely heartwhelming like what heartwhelming is that how you say it heartwarming whelming which one whelming or warming i think you can use both i I understand you warming (laughs) yeah heartwarming it was amazing (laughs) because they just hugged and it it just and the reaction of his family too because his mom and sister were in the paddock yeah was just amazing it was so cute i can't imagine how maggie must have been during this moment Mm-hmm. Same. I'm nuts. so sad that she's not here. Well, it was, it was just so good. I mean, you guys probably couldn't understand really what they were saying, in, like during the initial um radio, but I was just sitting here listening to Günther and and to Gina, and I think even Corinna came on the video uh, on the radio, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> adorable and at the end of the race as max had some problems with the car at some point mick nearly overtook max yes. and i just thought it was yes. beautiful to see mick in a house trying to overtake and battling with max it's so funny it gave it gave hungary 2021 flashbacks you remember that when max car was basically half broken and um 
I think Christian even said it's now at the like base of a of a house, and he he battled with Mick last year. But yeah, it was. It's kind of nice to see that his car was not that broken this year, and they battled again. So Haas made an improvement. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like less broken, still the same battle. So thumbs up for that one. Yeah. So congrats to Mick for the points. There were so many congrats to give this weekend. Yes, exactly. Amazing. Speaking of congrats, congratulations, Carla, our Yay. beautiful editor from Croatia. Um, happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday, birthday, darling! You. Happy birthday <laughs> to you! And I won't sing again. But yeah, very happy birthday. Thank you. We love you. Thank you very much for the amazing job that you're doing. You're an angel. We yeah. love you. We love you. Yay. Yes, you're the love you. Best. Happy birthday. Okay. Um, well, I think that's it for today. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely go check out all of our socials. We announced the win- winner of our giveaway of our giveaway from TikTok already. So the 3000 giveaway. Um, but we still have one giveaway to come as soon as we reach 1000 followers on Instagram. So make sure to check that out. And See you next week with um, Sandy and Jamie, probably by my side, because they will still be here. Um, we're all going to um, Austria. Jealous! So, yay! <laughs> it's gonna be amazing! Yes, exactly. So, very exciting. Yeah. I guess that's fun. So, yeah. Have an amazing week, guys. And we'll see each other for the weekend with a lot of content. And hopefully, you'll enjoy the weekend and race. Yay. See ya. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Love y'all.